Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Government should heed the Christian flag case from the United States Supreme Court. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, it's, it's, it's amazing to think about. Over a year ago, we were celebrating our 9-0 victory at the U.S. Supreme Court. 9-0, that's pretty unusual, in Shirtlift versus City of Boston, where Boston was illegally censoring the Christian flag in a public forum, the three flagpoles they have down there. So now we're seeing this case have an impact on other flag policies in other cities and counties as well. Yes, we've talked about the impact, for example, in terms of overruling a 51-year-old case called Lemon versus Kurtzman, which mm-hmm. has a huge impact. That case, combined with the Coach Kennedy case, torpedoed this 51-year-old terrible precedent that did incredible damage to the free speech and free exercise of religion and establishment clauses of the First Amendment. What's happened, and you saw it recently in June, mm-hmm. with the so-called pride flags, What we found are a lot of cities and governments taking heed to this ruling and no longer displaying the pride flag on their public flagpole. So that is a good sign. The reason why they don't want to display the flagpoles with these pride flags is because they don't want to open up the forum. What happened in Boston is Boston had three flagpoles and they opened up one of those flagpoles for private use on occasion, whenever someone would make an application, they could right. have a flag of their choice. So they had pride flags and the transgender flag, and they had pro-communist China flags and anti-communist China flags of different individuals and groups. But they censored Hal Shirtless Christian flag because on the application it used the word Christian. It was the first one to be censored in 12 years. 284 applications were approved, none were rejected, except for this one was rejected, simply because of how shirtless view on that flag. So we filed suit. Mm-hmm. We ended up winning 9-0 to zero at the U.S. Supreme Court. Boston had to pay over $2 million as a result of that litigation. That was a costly mistake, I must say, on their behalf. <laughs> yeah, very much costly. And so now a number of these cities around the country that are very pro-LGBTQ, that otherwise would have flown the pride flag, during June, they decided not to do that. I think they don't want to pay that price either. (laughs) I think this really set a shockwave across the country Mm -hmm. because they realized, hey, you know, Boston made a big mistake. They had to pay millions of dollars. Right. And they don't want to do the same mistake. So already, even before June, some of these cities and states they passed policies to restrict the flags to what they really should be, frankly, and that is your government flag, your state flag, your federal flag, and your local flag. That's really what the flagpoles have historically been used for, and really that's what they ought to be used for. And it shouldn't be a place where the government crams down your throat its ideology, particularly as it has been doing in the past, which is the LGBTQ pride flag. Right. And I think about back when Boston, when you argued the case, the city was very adamant they weren't pushing a particular agenda, but to only 
censor the Christian flag. I think that was pretty telling they were. Yeah, because they wanted to promote their own ideology. And uh, religion, particularly Christian viewpoints, they were not favored in Boston. Simply because the flag was called Christian flag. On the application, by the way, not the flag itself was the problem because the flag could have flown. That's the ironic thing. It was so blatant. They would have allowed the same flag to fly with the same symbols on it, which is the white flag Mm -hmm. with the blue square in the upper quadrant and a cross inside of it. They would have allowed that flag to fly. It just depends on whether you thought that flag was secular or religious. If you considered it to be a Christian flag, it wouldn't fly. If you considered it to be a secular flag, just take out the religious word modifying it, then you could fly it. And the official admitted that, didn't he? They did When he was going through the application. Yeah, they said uh, to Hal Shirtliff, if you would just change the name on the application, Mm -hmm. call it the Camp Constitution flag, call it something non-religious, we'll approve it. But call it something religious, we're not going to approve it. So Mm -hmm. it was very blatant. You don't always have that kind of blatant, in-your-face admission of why they're discriminating. Sometimes they discriminate, but they try to hide it. They try to put up smoke screens to get around so that they can still discriminate without saying why they're doing it. But they were very straightforward, and the Supreme Court soundly rejected them. So, you know, Joe Biden in June said to the nation that uh, there ought to be a waving of the pride flags across the country. But you know what happened is there's a proclamation, for example, by city officials and uh, rules and policies in Connecticut, California, Massachusetts, and other states. They've opted not to raise pride flags on government flagpoles. Instead, they are keeping their flagpoles reserved for strictly traditional uses. And that's how it always has been. Mm -hmm. You fly either the United States flag or the state flag or your local flag for your city or county. Yeah, you know, I found it quite offensive that Biden or the Biden regime, let's say, was really pushing this and signing a proclamation about, quote, wave your pride flags high, unquote. I mean, that's offensive because you think about the flag with six stripes, six colors in it, is really promoting gender confusion and sexual confusion. And to raise a flag promoting that really shows the evil that's going on. So to uh, not be aware of the case that we won at the Supreme Court really says quite a bit. <laughs> you know, I, who knows whether he was aware of whatever it, he's but... aware of, but Oftentimes what we find is that they don't care what the right. law says. They don't care what they the Supreme do what Court they says. Want, and they'll try to do what they want and get away with what they want until you force them to follow the law. We saw that, for example, in our COVID litigation and our military representation of members of the armed services. In Weathersford, Connecticut, the city council voted 5-4 to four in December 2022 to limit what flags could be flown in government property. The mayor said that He had supported previously raising the pride flag, but he voted this time not to allow it because he believed the ruling in Shirtliff could open the town to lawsuits if they tried to be the ultimate decision-making body for who could or who could not fly flags. He says, when we allow any one group to fly their flag, it sends a message to the public. He says it puts us in a position where as a council, we would have to sit there and pick one group over the other. 
It's not a position that council should be in. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Council's role, he says, is to make policy. We should not be making divisive political decisions that could set the town up for a lawsuit. So this government official and those government (laughs) officials followed the shirtlift case. In neighboring Massachusetts city councils across the state have debated whether they could or should speak for their constituents at large you know, through flag raising, uh, towns uh, throughout Massachusetts have all voted to do the safe thing to allow only the traditional flags and not allow flag request at all in order to prevent divisiveness. Safe or maybe smart thing. I'd say it that way, the smart thing or the constitutional thing. Well, in <laughs> yeah. fact, uh, Andrew Hoagland, who sits on the Williamstown Select Board and serves as president of the Massachusetts Select Board Association, said, quote, We decided to stay in our lane and reserve ourselves to town governance issues. He goes on to say, It's a matter of how much do you want to be the entity uh, that declares what the values of the municipality are. In our view, we thought our citizens are pretty good at doing that themselves. Another smart one. Yeah. Another smart one. <laughs> yeah. You know, in Redlands, California, City Council voted 3-2 to two in May 2023 to uphold the city's longstanding policy of not flying any non-official flag. You know what I like that the mayor said there. He said, it is my opinion that if we adopt changes to our flag policy, that we do so at our own risk. In this case, it will demonstrate favor of one group over others. Okay, so he gets it too. <laughs> he gets it too. Uh, you know, so there, um, you know, other states uh, are in municipalities are keeping their flag poles to traditional flags, including Ohio, New York, as well as several school districts in Utah and Wisconsin. The case that we had, uh, Shirtliff versus City of Boston, has had an incredibly impactful decision uh, around the country on these flags. You're actually seeing much fewer pride Mm -hmm. flags this year than you would have absent shirtlift. Absolutely. And I encourage people to speak up. If you see that's happening in your city or county, speak up. Yeah. If they're violating the shirtlift case, give us a call. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.